0: Welcome to the second ever episode of Hantai Hafu with your host Rachel and Ray. So today we're going to dive into dating as a Hafu. Um, I don't have I've been married for a while, three times, um, but my experiences are probably going to be more about my younger years. But Ray over here, she is still single and ready to mingle over there in Japan. So, I want to see how her experience has been so far as a Hafu dating in Tokyo. Yeah, great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I guess uh, I guess there's like a lot of things that you have to really consider, but um, depending on what you put on your profile it really does change what happens for example um, there was so many different stages of whenever I was dating where I would just make my profile completely in English or I'd make my profile completely in Japanese or I would include that like I was a half or I would not include it and um, I feel like there's definitely a lot of different experiences at this current moment I just have like a regular profile in English because I'm 100% over dating Japanese guys who do not speak English. Why is that? It's it's like um, there's a high possibility that there's someone who's going to come up and be like, okay, they're 100% not uh, interested in uh, America, but they're kind of interested in just being with like a foreigner or someone who kind of doesn't understand where you're coming from and they just kind of always kind of out you as a foreigner or... Um, I guess what I've really experienced is from dating so many people is I really connect with people who can speak English and they are international and they kind of have a higher possibility of understanding where I'm coming from. And actually recently I've been dating a lot of, uh, returnees and I feel like really connected those people more than just any regular Japanese person or a regular American person.
0: Oh, okay. Well, do you think maybe just like your run-of-the-mill Japanese person that doesn't know English? Do you think that maybe there is like a slight fetish fetish I can't say it fetishization of being a foreigner that speaks English and that's kind of the allure of it that you're a novelty?
1: Yeah, I definitely think so. A lot of times like um we're trying to figure out the motivations of the person why they want to see us. And I feel like either if they're fetishizing us, they could be doing it because they want I just like have like a foreigner on their checklist or I have half on their checklist like yeah I had sex with that person or uh for example there's a lot of people who just want to have a uh, like a English speaking partner like someone to practice with I'm not so interested in that I am not your teacher um there, <laughs> there's I think there are people who are generally just interested be like oh you're beautiful but um I think those people kind of low on the list, or I guess the percentage is very low. Yeah, I think coming with someone who's interested in a foreigner, there's definitely some sort of motivation, and I'm just kind of, like, over it.
0: Oh, gosh. You know, it's so funny, because I don't know if this happened to you when you was younger, but, like, growing up in, like, Southwest Virginia, and we we're kind of weird and also poor, I feel like being half Japanese was like my trump card for me being interesting and also desirable within dating, like as a teenager. And it's just like, you know, I could be greasy. I could have these ill fitting clothes and I pull out my trump card, like, Oh, I'm half Japanese. And then, you know, the cute guy is like, well, do you watch dragon ball Z? I'm like, heck yeah, I do. But, um, I kind of feel like it's the opposite over here where maybe people fetishize Asian cultures and like Japanese. And you know, the first thing they ask is like, what anime do you watch? Well, being now that I'm older, I, I mean, I really don't pull that card out anymore. Like, it's so funny because I had mentioned making a podcast the other day to one of my coworkers. And she's like, oh, what are you making it about? I'm like, oh, it's just like me and my sister being Japanese American. And then her response was, you're Japanese? (laughs) So I'm like, yay. Like, I feel like I don't use being Japanese as a crutch to be interesting anymore. It's just kind of like is, which is kind of weird to say that I've made a podcast solely based on the fact that we're Japanese American
1: yeah I feel the same way actually I recently realized one of my friends with I've been friends with like over a year he didn't even know I was half he's just like you're half Japanese and I'm like yeah I don't know why you don't know this but (laughs) I guess you're right we I we do mention a lot when we were younger because I guess being in Appalachia feeling like um we're poor not having very nice clothes and kind of just feeling like what is what makes us special? Oh, this makes us special. It was it was a really good trump card. But now growing up, it's like, eh, it's it's not really anything anymore, to be honest. I mean, besides within ourselves, you know, obviously, it's nothing to use toward other people, basically. <laughs>
0: Yeah, now all of our trump cards we have um accumulated through work and luck and other circumstances. Yay, so now we're playing with a full deck, boys.
1: Yeah, full deck. We're great people. Trust us. It's it's not as not our big ego.
0: <laughs> well, maybe for you. <laughs> Oh, boy. But, um, you know, I think that as I became an adult, I kind of downplayed that because, you know, I realized, well, maybe these people don't like me for my shining personality. Maybe they just... You know, I was like, oh, I'm dating someone who's half Japanese. Do you remember, like, on the playground, there would be, like, a boy that was a grade or two older, and I would teach him how to say hello in Japanese, and then he comes up to you, and he's like, Konichiwa, and I'm like, God, and he thought he was so cool, and I was, I thought, oh, you know, they're paying attention to me, but, like, it's all really cringe when you think about it now.
1: Oh, I, I've never actually done that, <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, it was really interesting, just, actually, I didn't know you were doing that, I thought some guy was being, like, really weird,
0: like, <laughs> no, it's just, like, you know, they're, like, teach me Japanese, maybe that's also the reason why I stopped bringing it up, because, you know, people didn't want to know anything else besides, like, how to say cuss words in Japanese, and, like, oh, what anime did you watch, or, whatever
1: oh that reminds me Yeah, or people will be like what's my name in japanese and i just give the same stupid answers like your name doesn't change sorry <laughs> oh
0: yeah well i guess you know i think one of the only other outlets growing in the area we did was we went to spanish class and in Spanish class, they gave us a Spanish name, and my name was Rosita. Maybe they thought that's how it was when you spoke different languages. Like, oh, your name changes.
1: Spanish until we were in high school. This happened when we were in elementary school. I think one thing was crazy about us is, like, our mom didn't understand the concept of summer. So she would quite literally take us out at the very, what, the very beginning of uh july and then bring us back to america at the very end of august no matter what the actual dates of our starting of our school was
0: oh yeah we always miss a whole month of school anyway we digress dating as a hafu um so tell me a little bit more about what kind of responses you get when they find out you're half japanese
1: well, now that we're older, obviously, it's just like, oh, I didn't know that. And it's like, oh, that must be why our Japanese is so good or something like that. Um, because obviously, now that we're dating online, a lot of my interactions is if someone's kind of creepy, I just go ahead and block them, right? Because when I was, I guess when I was younger, I would kind of like feed into that too. It's like, oh, I'm dating a Japanese girl or something like that. But, to be honest, that kind of felt really gross really soon. And um, I just kind of didn't mess with those people anymore. <laughs> quite. But the thing is, we are experiencing this for a really long time, right? It's like, even before dating, it was our friends, or it was our teachers. And, like, remember in high school, whenever um, you told one of our teachers that Japanese people live in huts and he just believed you for no reason?
0: Oh, yeah. I told him, like, it was their driver's ed teacher for whoever went to high school with me and Ray. Um, also, should I? Okay. You know what? This is on my conscience. So here is my confession yeah the only test i have ever cheated on in my entire life was my 10th grade driver's ed tests what? and i think yes <laughs> and you know what this really ties into this episode because the guy who gave me the answers i think he was like into me because like i drew kingdom hearts um drawings and put it on my binder I, that, of course, has really nothing to do with being half Japanese. But he probably knew that, too. But, like, he gave me the answers or showed me his. I mean, I probably could have passed without them. But, yeah, that that uh, driver's ed teacher, I'm like, you know, yeah, when it's cold, me, me and our whole family, we go into our cave. And he's like, really? I I really hope he was just messing around and he didn't really believe what I said. I just, <laughs> I really hope. Because, good gosh, <laughs> public education, everyone. Yeah, let's <sighs> I was
1: just joking around with you as well. <laughs> let's hope.
0: Well, um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. um
1: Yeah, I guess I feel like our our conversation's a little bit jumbled when we're talking about dating in Japan, because to be honest, I feel like it could be. Just loads of episodes, loads of stories. So maybe we should just visit that another time. How many stories of not just like just being hafu, but just experience of dating in general? For like example, just two weeks ago, I dated some guy who pretended he could speak English. And um, when I got to the date, I actually found out he couldn't speak English whatsoever. So I ended up having to. Uh, speak Japanese in the whole time and then he was trying real hard to speak English to me randomly but it just it just wasn't the vibe like it was kind of like this where where you you from and I'm like I'm pretty sure we meshes this online did you forget the answer <laughs> like <laughs>
0: Oh, man, that's why you got to be your authentic self online and IRL, you know? Yeah. That that reminds me. Oh, remember, so I was in high school, and um, we went to Bristol or Johnson City. I don't know, but it was a couple friends, and it was someone's roommate, and he had some manga, and he's like, I can read Japanese. And I'm like, okay, show me. That's always my answer when someone, because, like, I don't believe them until I see it. And then um, he is... He opens it, and I think maybe he reads one or two singular hiragana symbols, and I was like, okay.
1: Oh, <laughs> no, that reminds me of, like, um university. Of course, there's always people who say that, but like, there's this one adamant guy that was just all, like, robust about it, and I was just like, what's going on? And he, his friends found out, like, I was Japanese. Because normally, like, by the time we're in university, I just didn't really mention it. It wasn't, like, really a thing anymore to mention it. And uh, they they found out, even though we were been friends for, like, a year. And then they're like, oh, well, you know, he stayed in Okinawa because his dad was stationed there. And he says he speaks Japanese. Go ahead, speak Japanese to her. And then he, like, said the most butchered, like, um, like, introduction I've heard in my life. And I was just like... Oh, okay. And I think what he really wanted was, like, this uh, approval. And I guess, to be honest, this has happened to me too many times. So I'm just tired. I have no more energy to give this fake approval anymore. Please uh, be confident by yourself. Do not seek approval from other people because um, you're not going to get the answer anymore because I didn't give him the answer he wanted. He was very angry. And I was just like, okay, well, I'm, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> or not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that reminds me when I was in the Marine Corps in Station Okinawa, there was this corporal that came over, I think I was like a PFC or something at the time. But um, he, he said that he could speak Japanese. I'm like, okay, so I just started with him. And then, like he couldn't follow the conversations. Like, oh, okay. And then, like it was, it was really obvious that he couldn't, as well as he had let on. And he told me he'd been to Tokyo twice. And then I was like, uh, okay. And then, like there was just this silence, and we looked at each other. He's like, well, my job's harder than yours. I'm like, okay, you win, <laughs> woohoo. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like one thing everyone should uh, remember is obviously
1: conversational Japanese and textbook Japanese you learn is different. But um, we were not testing these Japan these these people on like really hard Japanese. Let's let's 100 percent be obvious because I feel like someone's gonna be like, "Well, you probably said something like really difficult." I'm like, no, because we we've been through this. We we have done the test of time. We know that most people who say they can speak it probably don't, and uh, that's why we start without with something easy, maybe hoping for a surprise that they actually do. But now I live in Japan, like, most of my friends speak English and Japanese, and a lot of them are not even, like, native uh, English speakers or Japanese speakers. So they'll even, like, speak, like, their native language. So they speak three languages. So I guess I feel really fortunate to be in, like, such a metropolitan area that have friends that are, like, trilingual.
0: All right. Well, that was our Dating as a Hafu episode one, two. I don't know if we count the intro as episode one. Eh, we'll say this is episode two. Thank you, Ray, for sharing your experiences. And hopefully you'll catch us next time on Hantai Hafu. See ya. See you.